0: Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics on Right, i thank you so for the show, we're going to have a great show for you today, we are actually pretty darn full, welcome aboard Michael Rudnan, welcome aboard Paul Fleming, Bridge MCP, welcome to Politics Done Right, welcome Paul Fleming Sr. as well, let's see what else we got here, part of it. anybody else that, that I didn't call out but is in the house, go ahead and chime in, folks, if you are on YouTube, please don't forget to give us that thumbs up if you are on Facebook, please remember to give us that like as well. Anyhow, let's go ahead and get busy. Alistair Waters is in the house. Hey, Alistair, I'm I'm checking out making a doodle for our local meetup. So um, keep that pressure on me to make sure I get here. Lee Grant says, hey, y'all, welcome aboard, Lee Grant. Uh, so we are all balanced today. We have our liberals or conservatives are in the middle and everything in the house. Anyhow, Marco and Segberto Mondes here. I'm about to go just a little bit over and I'm going to have to go a little bit under with it because I've got a whole lot of video for you that you guys are going to want. But he says here, this is some BS. This attack on reproductive rights is a travesty. The decision will have a devastating impact on already glaring disparities in this country. Roe versus Wade, that was on last week tonight with Oliver, covered this tweet. Thank you very much, Michael. He also says, Business Insider, along with the Supreme Court Friday's ruling on the overturn of Roe versus Wade, Justice Clarence Thomas said, the court should also reconsider rulings that protect contraception access saves. And you know what? I'm going to leave that one alone because guess who covers that? Uh, Rudnan, you gave me a tape of two young ladies. You're responsible for that story, Mr. Rudnan. I am really, really happy because it was great seeing those two young, progressive women out there taking action. Those are the people that have to replace us in all these progressive parties because they know what's going on. Third one from uh, Rodnan says, Morning Express, Justice Gorsuch, Kavanaugh and Barrett. These three judges appointed by Donald Trump are accused of having lied under oath, which they did. Since Friday, many Americans favorable to the right and to abortion accused three of these justices, Supreme Court of lying under oath during the hearings by the Senate. And at the time of their appointment, according to the accusers, all three would have made believe that they would never consider Roe versus Wade, which they have just repealed. But we should have known that, yes, they did, as all three, uh, claim under oath during the confirmation hearings that Roe versus Wade said law thus far. There has been no calls for their impeachment. Actually, there are calls for their impeachment, just not by the appropriate people. But Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has already come out on the record and says they should be impeached. Michael Rondon says business that also Gallup poll, a record 25 percent of Americans have confidence in the Supreme Court, down from 40 percent just two years ago. The Guardian Republican have hijacked the U.S. Supreme Court. It's time to expand it. Absolutely. So if Amy Comey Barrett serves to Ruth Burd, she'll be on the Supreme Court till 2059. That's over. 30 years, right? Yeah. We must reform the court now or risk it losing legitimacy forever. We need a court that represents the people. And there's no constitutional law saying there has to be nine justices. It's okay to have 50 justices if necessary. One from each state. Roe versus Wade was such a horror that it's going to affect a 2022 midterm. I, I got to talk about the midterms. I, I was making a tape about it, but I ran out of time. I'm just going to tell you the top line. The top line is there has been in four days a reversal of nine points. It went from a a generic vote for Republicans was about 46, 43. Now it is 49, 40, I believe, something like that. So the generic poll has 43, 49, I believe. The generic poll now has reversed, more than reversed. So Democrats are now in the lead for likely holding on to the House and gaining in the Senate. It's going to take work. It's going to take work. But I foresee gains in the House and gains in the Senate. Because right now, you mess with women. You mess with women. Especially you mess with suburban women. And these women are going to come out. 2018 should be probative. Politico. Republicans hail the Supreme Court decision back in a high school football coach's right to pray in the midfield. Democrats warned of a slippery slope. We keep getting these outcomes They are building the case for us. They're building the case about these people being some radical, extremist, fundamentalist, Taliban-like party. The Republican Party is nothing more than the American Taliban. So from now on, every time you say Republican Party, say American Taliban. My good friend, Marcus Melitza, owner of Daily Coast, wrote the book called The American Taliban. And a lot of people gave him hell about it. But he in that book pointed out there are so many similarities between the Republican Party and, yes, the the, the the Taliban. Let's get busy. Important message I missed this week. Texas Tribune on C-SPAN. Texas DPS director says Uvalde school police chief decided to place the lives of officers over children. I saw that. I can't continue that because I got a lot to do. Uh, Michael, thank you for bringing that up. Last one from Michael Union of Concerned Scientists. The danger season when deadly heat, fire, hurricanes collide. As of now, summers at the UCS are no longer just summers. They're dangerous seasons. Danger season refers to months of hurricane and high temperatures that make climate impact collide and amplify each other. Scientists have been trying to get politicians to act regarding the immediate consequence of climate change and will highlight extreme events. Look, the filibuster. An unconstitutional item prevents us from doing things. It is, you know, we have the know nothing, the, the, the do nothing, or the silly leaders of the Republican Party. The, to, to put it, I'm, I'm not calling my Republicans dumb, but the Republican Party leadership is dumb because even if their people are are misrepresenting things, it's because of what they've told their people via the Koch projects to misrepresent these. Uh, bridge i'm not sure what the issue is with carl cox maybe put some strange um uh, links in there i'm not sure please work it out with him my dear you are you are in charge my dear uh bridge if it's something that is it should be seen please you you have full control of that macaroni says egberto i sent a couple of fb messages. i spoke to that already Uh, uh let's see what alistair says hi everyone hi alistair great seeing you my dear beautiful lady uh, we got McMahon says, and ah, so you did see my FB messages. Of course. I I think I, if I'm not mistaken, I up-arrowed them, my friend. Alistair Waters says, I'm excited about the emergency session happening tomorrow at noon. I don't know what it is though. I don't know what it is. Sheba Las Vegas says, Hi there, I am present. Presente says Shiva Las Vegas. Michael Ronan says AOC called for their impeachment for lying under oath. Great. This is a few hours old from The Guardian. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez calls for the Supreme Court judges to be impeached. The Congresswoman says Brett Kavanaugh and Neil Gorsuch lied under oath. She's right. Peggy Lopez says, hi, all. On Tuesday, on June 27, 1950, President Harry S. Truman announced, ordered U.S. Air and Naval Forces uh, to South Korea to make war on North Korea. Today, the U.S. Supreme Court is making war on women. Yes, they are. BG says, them bashing is the most self-defeating pastime in progressive politics. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. Let me tell you something. There's nobody here that I know that dem bash. They them establishment bash justifiably. And you'll see what I'm talking about in some of the pieces that I play. And if we don't do that, People will stay home, uh, brother BG. If we don't call out the ills in the Democratic Party now that's not doing their job. Let me give you an example. I was on a call. I am I am a. I am a precinct chair in the Democratic Party. I went to a meeting. And in this meeting, we are having a convention. A convention and we are going to have a breakfast dinner. I don't know if I'm going to the convention or not after all. But, uh, you know, I am a, I'm a chair. But here's the deal They're having a breakfast The breakfast starts at a ridiculous price The only people that can afford to go to that breakfast Are wealthy people Okay? Or people with means The vast majority of the party that we want to come out and vote We are doing absolutely nothing to encourage them to come out to Dallas Have fun and be a part Feel engaged Have a humongous picnic for the Democrats Let's have all the ranked Democrats, let's spend a few hundred thousand dollars on that. But no, we just want to take, take, take. You're going to see a message from these two young ladies that had something to say about this, the the abortion issue. They're going to tell something that we have to call these things out this month, in June and July, so that we can recover in August and make sure everybody do what they need to do appropriately. Breach MCP says footage of the U.S. Representative uh, Mary Miller calling to the Supreme Court overruling of Roe v. Wade victory for white life has gone viral online. Miller, Republican for Illinois, made the remark during a speech at a rally in Menden, Illinois, alongside former President uh, Trump. The only reason I didn't copy that uh, particular tape is I only had that clip. And one of the things that I pride myself on at Politics Done Right I don't want to misrepresent anybody because when my daughter showed me, she said, dad, look at what what he's saying. She said something to the effect of uh, uh, to protect white life. Okay, and I said when I heard her, I said, I wonder if that's I'm not saying that she's not a racist or anything. I don't know her. But to me, it was too close for her being able to say to protect the right to life as opposed to white life. So I didn't want to bring that in because I don't want to malign somebody unnecessarily. You can be a person who thinks you're right to lifer and all that good stuff. I hate your policy, but I don't hate you. So I was not going to bring that up, my dear uh, Bridge, because I wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt. I don't think too many people other than Trump would want to go on a stage. Trump and some of his crazy sycophants would want to go up on the stage, even if they feel that way to say that. So I wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt. Lee Grant says, shout out from the American Taliban. Uh, Lee, you are no American Taliban. Uh, Based on things that I know about you thus far, you're a good guy just in the wrong party. I'm sorry to say that. BG says, Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden are working on the exact same legislative agenda. Biden has the most diverse cabinet in U.S. history as the most progressive agenda in U.S. history. BG I am not discussing that at all. I'm not arguing that point. You're right, okay? But you know what? He also has a buddy-buddy relationship with Manchin, and he could work on cinema if they really wanted that. Sometimes somebody can be a progressive because they know they have somebody that's going to block them. Okay? That's all I'm saying, BG. But let's be clear, BG. BG. We have a lot that we better start working on right now because we are not supporting the lower classes in our party, which is the bulk of our party. That's what it is, Brother BG. So, please, I am not being negative with the party. I'm being negative to ensure that our people understand that there are people in the Democratic Party who understands that change has to be made to to bring them in, give them a reason to vote if, they, if we sit back and say everything is okay in the Democratic Party, those people who are feeling the pain of not being able to participate, those people who are feeling the pain of all these things, they won't engage. But if they know that they have somebody in the Democratic Party that is saying, yeah, we know we have problems. We need to talk to those yahoos out there who cannot seem to get off of that high horse and come and meet the people. And that's all I want. I don't want to just bash. I want engagement by all, but we all have to engage on every level. Peggy Lopez says, Egberto, please uh, put pit up your email address so I can cut and paste. Uh, please put up your email address so I can cut and paste address. Sure, no problem, my dear lady. My address is info. Actually, let me give you two addresses info at. Polit- no, no, let me. I tell you what, let me give you Egberto. Egberto at egbertowillies.com and copy it to info at uh, politics. Uh, Let me make sure I put it right. Info at politics. Que me pasa? Que lo que me pasa? Politicsdoneright.com. I couldn't. That looks like I spelled it correctly. All right, th- those are the uh, those are the addresses. Okay, I gave you two addresses. All right, spammer detected. Just take care of it, guys. You find a spammer, you guys take care of business. Both Rudnin and and uh, and and, um, and Bridge MCP can uh, can do all those things. Yes, she said she misspoke, and that's that's the thing about it. I wanted to give her the benefit because I didn't think that I honestly didn't think it was a real thing that she did. So that's the reason why I didn't make a copy of it. I didn't blow it up. I didn't talk about it. I just kind of smirked because I said, "You know, I was talking to another uh, political activist with indivisible," and I looked at him and I said, "I guess it just may be a Freudian slip," but I don't think she would have said that just out there. So, anyhow, new subject. Let's go, Peg. Uh, let's see, Lee Grant, proud theocrat. I see. Don't don't listen to Lee Grant, Michael. He's he's a good guy. He's one of us. Paul Fleming says first. They didn't renew the voting rights bill and now women's right. Next, we will be uh, uh, property again. All we are asking for is the same rights as the white American male. Her whites, uh, men, don't be afraid. We just want to exist as you do. Paul, that's a prescient message. And, and, and I think that's a prescient. And I, I'm glad that you actually uh, directed the message to white men as well. To say white men. Stop thinking you have something to fear. We don't want anything that you don't want, or we don't want anything above what you want. We just don't. uh, But unless what you want is to be able to dominate everybody else. If that is your goal, it ain't going to happen. We will not allow that to happen. But we don't want you to lose anything. We just want to have the same access to success, period. Period. Alistair Waters says, January 6th committee announced a last-minute meeting earlier today. I saw that I am kind of cute, wondering what it's going to be all about. Anyhow, continue with Alohamed Damir or Jed DG. Wow, that's a different one. Sorry, I don't get the name, but I can't. Forgive me if I bastardize the name. What's wrong with white life? There's nothing wrong with white life, Lee Grant. I love that you have life, Lee. Lee. Lee, brother Lee. Stop being silly. You know exactly what we're talking about, Brother Lee. Come on now. Stop it. You know exactly what we're talking about. So stop it. Paul Fleming says, what you need to know is that white male propaganda machine is over. What will make America great is one person, one vote, 50 justices representing each state, uh health care for all, free college for all. Then I kind of like that stuff about 50 Supreme Court justices. I kind of like that. Uh, but also I'd like one for the territories as well. All right, let's see what else we go. Oh God. Anyway, guys, I'm going to stop reading for a second here and I want to play my first piece here. And this one is by, uh, I think it's by Stal. Check this out and then we'll take it on the other side. Stal hits the nail on the head. Something I've been preaching over and over and over again. First of all, I want to remind folks, in this country, we learned in, in high school, in middle school, that America has this stuff called separation of powers, which is true, the judiciary, the legislature, and the executive. And they try to make you, they they, they define it as a co-equal branch of government. That was never, ever true. This country was always designed with a Supreme Court that is the ultimate power in the court because to undo what a Supreme Court does is next to impossible. Anyhow, uh, Elie Mistal gets it. And let's go ahead, listen to him, and then we'll take it on the other side because there's much more that we need to say on this issue.
1: You say there are things the federal government can do right now to protect these rights as well. What exactly can they do? What should they be doing?
2: Okay, so there's the first thing out of the box from the Biden administration needs to be providing abortion services at federal facilities, right? We can do this by leasing the federal facilities to people willing to provide abortions out of their own pocket that should get around the Hyde Amendment. There are federal facilities in every state, including the states who are about to force women to give birth against their will. And that is the first thing out of the box from the Biden administration. Now, Biden indicated that he would make uh, abortion medication available. He didn't really say how he didn't really say when. Again, that's an easy fix should at federal facilities, like if you can go to your CVS, you should be able to now go to your post office and get your medication because, again, there are federal facilities in every state. So Biden has a lot of power of things that he can do, even within the Hyde Amendment, to say nothing of repealing the Hyde Amendment. Biden was a three decade um, supporter of the Hyde Amendment until he ran for president for the third time. Apparently now he doesn't support the Hyde Amendment. But in last year's budget, because the Hyde Amendment has to be re upped every budget cycle. They tried to take the Hyde Amendment out. Republicans said no, Biden caved. So maybe this time for the 2023 budget, Biden could not cave and actually repeal the Hyde Amendment, which would further unleash federal monies to uh, and abilities to provide the services that the Supreme Court has taken away. Now, obviously executive branch protections are limited because the next election, who knows who's president, and those all go away. So yes, there needs to be codification of Roe by Congress, but let's not forget, what makes people think that this radical conservative Supreme Court, which just thumbed its nose at 50 years of of settled legal precedent would allow a congressional law protecting Roe v. Wade? I'll tell you the answer. They won't. They will overturn that law before breakfast. So, if you want to get serious about about protecting women's rights and the rights of the LGBT community and the the rights of non believers, then you have to expand the Supreme Court. So, when I hear uh, Jen Psaki, the press secretary, say that Biden's against court expansion and he has been clear about that, what I hear is Biden is not willing to do what is necessary to actually fix the problem. Because as long as you let These six conservative theocrats control the country. You will get decision after decision after decision rescinding the rights of everybody in this country who is not a straight, white, cis, hetero male or a Glock.
0: Now, it is important for us to understand when Republicans uh, prepare for a cause, they are patient. But they are continuously, they are effective because they grind it over and over again. They don't sit back. I mean, they started this process 50 years ago. And every opportunity that they get, they take it. Let's remember, under President Obama, Merrick Garland should have been on that Supreme Court. Why did Merrick Garland not get there? Because when the Republicans have power, whether they have total power or partial power. They use all the power that they have to maximum gain for maximum gain. They didn't have the right to appoint a Supreme Court justice under Obama. But what they had the right to do was to ensure that Obama would never get a progressive majority or even a moderate majority on Congress. So they held the seat open. When President uh, Trump came into office, President Trump, who did not win the majority of the American vote, he appointed somebody to replace uh, uh, Merrick Garland, which was the stolen uh, Supreme Court seat. And he got two other seats to appoint. So three seats appointed by a president that did not win most of the Americans vote. Secondly, we must remember that when Bush appointed his appointees, the GW Bush, that is that he didn't win the popular vote. So we have an, a, a, a virtually illegitimate court coming down with policies that most Americans say they are against. If that isn't minority rule, something that we've discussed many times on politics done right, minority rule. In other words, what occurs? Congress passes a law, and the people who are in the minority just say, "Nope, you can't have it." So we have a Senate that is run by a false majority. Uh, we that cannot execute until most of the minority say, "Okay, it's good for us also." And then we have a Supreme Court that was a, that was created, appointed by presidents who didn't win. The majority of the vote. So here's the deal. and I hope you listen to what Elie Mistal had to say at the end. If you think just holding on to Congress, holding on to the Senate and passing laws to codify that women have their rights, that we shouldn't have to codify this this distance into our democracy, but to codify it. The only thing is going to happen is immediately as Congress passes laws, a an illegitimate Supreme Court will simply say those laws are unconstitutional. It is the separation of powers that I spoke about in the beginning doesn't really exist, in, or or, or the uh, co-equal branches of government that we talk about does not really exist. A Congress goes ahead and pass laws, the president affirms it with with signing that law, and nine—or rather— Six conservatives, well, actually, we only need five conservatives on a nine-body Supreme Court can simply override what most people want. It has to be fixed. So when Ellie Mistal says we also need to expand the Supreme Court. To, to undo what has occurred with an illegitimate court that was appointed by less than the popular vote in America. That needs to be mitigated, folks. We have a lot of work to do. Now, my problem now is I don't see the urgency, the urgency in, in the Democratic Party to tell Americans, this is what's happening. You are losing your country. You are losing your country, especially if you are not one of the dominant parts of this country, you are losing your country. You have to get up and fight. It is as if, well, that really can't happen. And every time we think something is not going to happen, they take it one step further, one step further, death by a thousand cuts, death by a thousand cuts. Folks, it is time to act. It is time to act. It is time to elect progressives who are willing to fight. And remove neoliberals who are simply trying to do what's necessary to huh, not beat the system. Folks, it is time for us to execute in this next election and elect people that not, that won't tell you we can't do that. Democrats right now have the power to do much. They decide not to do it. We need to elect more, increase the numbers to give some spine to those who needs it? Absolutely so, folks. Absolutely so. Anyway, anyway, welcome aboard, uh, Bruce Pollard. Welcome, my brother. Piglopis is thankful for what I just gave her. Eric says, "Question of energy is so important in crisis. Why would Biden?" Ah, uh, uh, let's see. Robert Davenport says, "Greetings to all progressives." Uh, Eric Hayes says, "Trying to understand this as Europe leans on. Why do you put uh, anyhow?" Let's go ahead. We covered this already, Eric. Uh, Paul Fleming, uh, I'm, I'm. I'm not. If, if it were somebody else putting that out, I would read it. But we covered that with you, and I, we explained to you how silly it was. My God. Uh let's continue. Paul Fleming says, "Yep." Uh, Michael said, the Supreme Court justice." I think that one may be my idea, and I like that idea. I think it's a fair idea. All right, let's see what else we got here. uh Robert Davenport, welcome to it, my pro- progressive. Buddy, welcome aboard to Politics and Right. Peggy Lopez says, all the GOP wants is to return power to white men and remove power from everybody else. If the GOP succeeds, the power handed uh, to the rest of us has not been real. You know, there's something that I've been talking about for a long time, and that is whenever you depend on somebody to give you power, right? And that is a problem. You have to take power. What we have to do as progressives, as American citizens... Take power What is seated to you Can be taken away Go to the voting box And take power That's how it's done Paul Plum says I forgot to make all terrorize A state Giving them justices I hear you brother e two two four seven says Chris Hedges June 26 Fascists in or miss Supreme Court rulings Herald consistency or so, right? Persuasive Barry says, Dick Cheney made it worse with Rumsfeld as VP. Imagine, that, imagine this current administration makes Dick Cheney look like a moderate. It's amazing. Whoa, Robert Davenport, thank you so kindly for your kind support. We just got a great super chat from Brother, brother uh, Davenport for 30. I'll put that up as soon as I can, Brother Davenport. Thank you so kindly. We need all the support we can get. Uh, To keep doing what we're doing. We couldn't do it without you guys at all. Paul Fleming says, I am making these statements because some of us seem to not be able to put themselves in either uh, shoes when it comes to how each lifestyle is being saved. Uh, Now we'll come closer to greater understanding. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Uh, Davenport says, we must fight against American apartheid. Register and vote for democracy. I want to repeat that message in in uh, in in brother Davenport's super chat. Davenport, just gave us a thirty buck super chat. Appreciate it, sir. He says it's an important message. We must fight against American apartheid. Register and vote for democracy. Understand what he means, American apartheid. Understand the concept. Continuing. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Expand the court. Absolutely. So persuasive Barry says cut us was 12 seats under Washington. It was 12 seats. I didn't I just learned something. I didn't realize it was 12 under Washington. Lee Grant says there was a wave of anti-Christian, anti-Catholic violence in the country this weekend. The left says nothing. And you call me Taliban? Um, don't mix up uh, violence with the left. That's not a fact. Uh, let's see, Lee Grant, of anti, uh, Lee Grant Wave of Christian. WTF, are you talking about? Let me guess, you're about to link some conspiracy mill. That's what they do at Fox, but that's all right. At least, brother Grant is still with us. And Grant, please stay with us, okay? We, st- we love you. And as much as you get a lot of crazy stuff sent to you and sometimes you believe it, I really want to meet you when I have my meetup, okay? You got to come out with us. Come out and hang. All right, Peggy Lopez says, time to make it clear that to the Democrats that we will not support Biden against unless he does what he can to extend the court. I agree, uh, Peggy. Even if it fails, he has shown his willingness. You know what? And for those who says, well, you don't have a choice. Actually, at this point where the Supreme Court is now, we have a choice because there's no law, even if the Congress stays democratic, that won't be overturned by this fascist Supreme Court. Robert Davenport said, this is an American apartheid Supreme Court. Proven by the facts in history. You're absolutely right. British MCP says, Lee, I haven't seen a thing. Where, when, link. All right, let's see. Para uh, ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. Francis Landrum says, the minority are the loudmouths. Just like then, I was a teacher. All it took was a disruptive student to destroy the learning process. You kick them out, and then it's all right. You're right about that, Miss Landrum. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Low audio, low audio, low audio. I hope the audio is better now. Audio is better. It's, I, I guess it happens when I move my face away from the mic. So forgive me for that. Uh, Lee, it five kill in Nigeria, and yes, CNS News. <laughs> wow, wow, I got you, girl. I got you. Okay, I have another video to show here. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump to that video now. That is because I had my mouth in the wrong place, um, and it's a directional mic. Okay. Uh, this, this video here, everybody can say thank you to Redden because I am glad. I didn't see this interview, but I'm glad I showed me because this is the kind of people we want as leaders in the party, as leaders in America. Check this out. I could not have been more impressed with these two women that you are going to listen to here and then listen to them. And then let's go ahead and take it on the other side, because these women... These young progressive women get it
1: talk to me first about why it is you wanted to come out here today, because something that struck me, um, was when you were speaking earlier and you mentioned your anger because you had received a text message from the Biden campaign. Why is that?
3: Um, so I received a text message from Joe Biden's campaign yesterday saying that the Supreme court had overturned Roe v. Wade and that it was my responsibility to then rush $15, to the democratic national party. Um, and I thought that was absolutely outrageous because my rights should not be a fund fundraising point for them. Um, Or a campaigning point. Uh, They have had multiple opportunities to codify Roe into law over the past 20, 30, 40, 50 years, and they haven't done it. And if they're going to keep campaigning on this point, they should actually do
1: something about it. What are you most worried about, Julia? I'm most worried about what comes next, because Roe versus Wade was a precedent for Obergefell versus Hodges, Loving versus Virginia, Irving versus Texas, gay marriage, interracial marriage, and privacy in the bedroom. And those, as Clarence Thomas came out yesterday, they're going to be falling like dominant. Um, You come from Texas. You're in Austin, Texas. There's a trigger law in place in Austin in 30 days. Abortion is going to be banned in your state. Abortion has been banned at six weeks in my state since last September, which is an essential all-out ban because most women don't even realize they're pregnant before that point. And there are are women in Texas who have already died and have already been arrested for having an abortion or a miscarriage because we can't really tell that. It seems like you have obvious anger towards the Democratic Party because you feel as if they've missed chances to codify Roe up Mm -hmm. until this point and then here's... Here we are. What does that mean for you when it comes to the midterm elections and getting more Democrats um, elected to move forward with trying to codify um, Roe?
3: Well, when it comes down to the, the primaries, which I think are coming up in the next couple months. Um, it means that we need to get as many people to the polls as possible to vote for more progressive Democrats. We need to get the old white Democrats out of office and put in new younger people who will actually defend the rights of women and people all over this country. And then when it comes to midterms, we need to make sure that we have those same people who voted for the progressive people in the primaries coming back to the midterms and voting again and making sure that these more progressive Democrats get into
1: office and can actually make the change that we need. We need to be calling on the Biden administration to send- That congress whoever can help us we don't care who we don't care how but abortion needs to be ratified into us law it needs to be a fundamental right that all women in this country have no sanctuary states no some women have access some people get funding to go every single woman in this country needs her inalienable right to bodily autonomy because right now we have less bodily autonomy as women than corpses do
0: we have less bodily autonomy than corpses do. Yeah, you defame the corpse and you go to jail. Okay. Anyhow, folks, let me, let me, let me just say, first of all, these women, I am so impressed with these two young ladies. But here is something. What, what disturbing. Oh, now that abortion is overturned, Roe versus Wade is overturned. 50, give us $15. For what? Were you in the communities trying to get these people elected, the progressive elected? No. Let me tell you something. Okay. If you want change, give your money to local organizations that are doing the work. Give your monies to, this is going to be self serving, give your monies to local media that's trying to inform the appropriate people that go out there and vote and actually get things done. Not to to these organizations that spend a ton of your monies, 10, 15, $20,000, $30,000 to some consultant firm that really doesn't know what's happening in the community. I, I, I I tell you what, those two girls, those two young women are so smart in that they got it. She got upset for getting a, a request for sending $15 to a committee that should have done much more engagement in the community, which, which, which would have prevented the people elected that cause the these supreme court judges to be appointed we need people in the community not in these mega establishment organizations that are accomplishing very, very little. You want to accomplish something, grassroots, grassroots. Invest in independent media. Invest in local organizations that are on the ground. The DSA, all these other organizations that are working their butts off, indivisible, all these organizations that are saying, we are on the ground talking to the people that matter. They are the ones that need funding. They are the ones that actually go from a dollar To the people. A dollar to the people because they actually effectuate change. Folks, those two young ladies, kudos to you. And since I was calling out, uh, by the way, Davenport, I got you on the screen, brother. Appreciate your, your super chat. Yeah, Davenport just did what I've been suggesting. Please remember, go ahead and uh, support those of us that are really doing some work. Please also look at groups like IndivisibleHouston.org. IndivisibleHouston.org is our local one. Indivisible.org is the national one. We are all working grassroots, talking directly to people, not not staying on the top, collecting a big check and doing, you know, it is funny. When I think I told some of you this story about after being with the coffee party, we spent over $100,000 consultants and advocates and these guys that are in Washington, D.C. And you know what? You know where most of a lot of the, the, the promotion and all of that came from? Yours truly and other yours truly's like me out there talking about it and bringing people in. That's where it happened. Right. Grassroots. Grassroots. If we want to get the people out, you know who knows about grassroots? The Republicans. They you know, while when when we have our convention in Dallas, while there's no activity for families with a lot of children that are coming there that have no money. You know what I see here, even in my town? When the Republicans get funded to have a lot of free stuff to bring people together and say, yeah, we're going to go beat them. And, you know, here in the park, right here in the middle of Kingwood, they have all these people come out and they don't even say it's a political event, but they have, the, the, you can, you know how you're going to vote based on how they're talking and we don't do that. And brother BG is telling me, don't. Dog on the, on the Democratic Party I am not dogging on the Republican Party I am I mean, on the Democratic Party I'm telling the Democratic Party Behave, otherwise I have to consider That you really don't want the lower Classes to get what they want You just want to kind of make Believe that you Want it for them so that Things don't get too far to the right But you don't want things to get too far to the left Because if you are the rich Democrats You may, you maybe not want to pay Those taxes either if I were a rich Democrat, I would want to pay a ton of taxes. I would be so happy to pay the ton of taxes. When I was making a lot of money doing software, I paid a ton of taxes. A ton. And once I remember a an accountant was like, you know, you can hide your money. You can do things like go ahead and, and buy this humongous insurance policy. And um, when you buy this policy and do other magical stuff, in effect, you'll be drawing money from the policy, and it's non-taxable, and all of that. And I, I told her, "Are you kidding me? Look how great this country's been. Why would I not want to pay my damn taxes? If I, if I'm paying a lot of taxes, it means I'm making a lot of money. If I'm making a lot of money, it means I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm I, it's being, I'm being served well. You know the selfishness that. We teach. When, 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 when uh, D- Donald Trump said, uh, I was so proud about not paying taxes. Oh, I was smart. You are smart for being selfish. You are smart for taking more from people than anything else. It's shameful. Anyway, let me do my ask and then I'll be right back with another video. I have another important video. Check this out. Politics done right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the internet seeded with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what progressives represent for the benefit of us all to everybody so that it's not misread, misled by any other entity. We make sure and populate that internet with blogs, with videos, with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that that are lying at the right. We also make sure to create articles in, in magazines, articles in newspapers all around the country to ensure again that our message gets out there. Last but not least, We also write books. As you see it, Class Warfare, the only resort to right wing doom, How to Make America Utopia, are two of the many books that I've written on these issues. So please support us in one of many ways. Numero uno, you can support us at PayPal, either one time or monthly, go to politicsduneright.com slash PayPal. You can support us on Patreon. That is politicsduneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us by becoming a part of our YouTube channel, going to politicsduneright.com slash YouTube, or you can support us in many other forms that you can find at politicsduneright.com slash support. Be sure to visit our store, politicsdoneright.com slash store and get our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books. Politics Done Right depends on you. To- Absolutely so, folks. And don't forget to get our books, please, com slash books. Folks, uh, we really need your support. Um, I'm still waiting for approval for my... Uh, for my um, uh, GoFundMe for our trip to Pittsburgh, where we are going to be on Radio road talking to the politicians and activists out there. Um, I had it out last night, and apparently I put something in there that you can't put in a a GoFundMe. I didn't know that. I think I said something like, hey, I'll give you guys some special perks or something like that. And they said, uh-oh, on, on GoFundMe you can't put a word like that in there, so... They 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 cut it off and they said uh, send it in without, with the change in wording and we'll go ahead and uh, give you the once we approve it again we'll send the link out so I will go ahead and do the link Eric I'm 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 going to do a doodle I'm, I've been so darn busy but I want to meet all of you guys I want to meet Eric I want to meet uh, I want to meet uh, Alistair I want to meet Bruce all um, all of us gonna meet Lou everybody uh, see if we get together so I'm gonna put the doodle together pretty soon okay. Uh, we we'll probably meet at the Starbucks in the front of Kingwood. There are two different ones in the front of Kingwood, one on North Park and one on Kingwood Drive. I think the one on Kingwood Drive is probably more accessible to all. Uh, so that, that is probably what we'll, we'll, we'll do, but uh, we'll see. Anyhow, um, let's see what else I got to say here. Um, yeah, so please go ahead and find some particular uh, way. No, no, no. We'll do it on the inside, though, Eric, not on the outside. We'll do it on the inside. Um and but if 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 there's a better place that you guys think of just let me know. I mean remember this is a democracy, man. If folks say, hey, "Man, we don't want to meet at old darn Starbucks, we want to meet somewhere else." Then that's what we'll do. That's what we'll do. All right. Uh next video is coming up. I want you to see this from our brother at the RNC. Check this out. My dear establishment Democrats, I know I don't have to tell this to progressives, but to my dear establishment Democrats, Please heed everything that Michael Steele has to say here. It is very important. Check this out and then we'll take it on the other side
4: to what extent politically Democrats can gain some ground and, and solidify uh, a hold on the House in November.
1: Senator Chris Murphy tweeted something to the effect that if Republicans are able to retake the House and the Senate, that they will pass a federal ban on abortion. Do you believe that would happen, Michael?
4: Yes, <laughs> without doubt or hesitation. They'll set, they'll set the marker. Uh, they'll set the marker. And if they have the House and the Senate, they Will they overturn will the Philippines?
1: buster to do it.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's in their base's interest to do so. So That's the difference politically between the two parties. Republicans go, oh yeah, the Constitution and the filibuster, all the traditions, the sanctity of the Senate. They don't give a rat's patootie about that when it's the bottom line in politics and power. And the Democrats often succumb to that that feeling, that good feeling about, you know, democracy and, and all of that. And that's good. It's important. But the politics is what drives a lot of what's happening right now in Washington and particularly in the Senate. Um, And they've not shown the same level of willingness to do something. So absolutely a national ban on abortion will be one of the first pieces of legislation, uh, probably next to uh, impeaching Joe Biden.
0: And you know what? We all know that. We honestly all know that. When When the Republicans needed to get their people into the Supreme Court... They threw all the rules that they supported out the door to get what their, what their base wanted done. They got it done. Why is it that we don't act the same? The Republican Party of yesteryear is not the Republican Party of today. Today, it's squarely about power. And, you know, I wouldn't care if it was just about power, if in the power they attained – They took care of humanity. They took care of their constituency. They took care of people. But we know that's not the case. We know that they care nothing but for a few as they hoodwink others into believing they are on their sides. And what do they use as excuse when even their constituencies start to suffer? They start to say, oh, it's because of them. That Other, those others are the reasons you are in dire straits. It is time, folks, for us to start playing this game appropriately. Play the game to win. Show people you are a winner and watch them come to support you. Exactamente eso. Uh, Let's see, we are at 50. Uh, Before I go back to the question and answers. I'm going to run to the last video. It's only about three minutes and change. Check it out, but it's an important one. Check it out, and then we'll come back on the other side. Activist Danielle Moody. Well, she's much more than an activist. She's a journalist. She's a host of several programs. Look, she hits the nail on the head, and Democrats would do well listening to this message. They should know this. Check this out. Let's take it on the other side.
5: Danielle, what does standing up look like? I mean, standing up looks like fighting the way that Republicans fight, you see, except we have truth, right, and facts and the people on our side. So we don't have to lie. We don't have to steal. We don't have to act like criminals in the way that Trumpism has consumed the Republican Party. And so standing up and fighting looks like getting Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema in line and saying that we will run candidates against you. It looks like creating an environment where if you're not in lockstep with the Democratic Party and democracy, we're going to run candidates against you. You. Because to Susan's point, Mitch McConnell seems to do just fine, right? With the same rules and the same responsibilities that Chuck Schumer has. But all of a sudden, when Democrats are in power, they're so timid, so feckless, so tepid. So I'm saying that now is the time to stop pretending that these are people that you can compromise and work with. They are overturning our democracy one right, one case at a time. Susan is putting, putting us on notice. The Supreme Court put us on notice multiple times this week. It is time for Democrats Democrats has stopped pretending that voting alone is going to save us because it is not. Not when they are obstructing every single point of our ability to do so.
0: What I find amazing, first of all, she is absolutely right that Republicans can achieve more in the minority than Democrats can in the majority, speaks about, uh, again, and, and she lays it out. If McConnell can accomplish what he can, Under the same rules, then why is it that Schumer and Democrats don't do what's necessary to get what needs to be done, done? People are getting fed up. The fact of the matter is simple. If Democrats stop coming through, I'll tell you bluntly, people like to follow strength. Nobody likes what Republicans have to offer. But you know what's the one thing they offer? The, the semblance of strength that we are going to come through for you. So even if they're not doing the best thing, the mere fact that you are, are sitting next to somebody that's strong, you feel like you have somebody that has your back. Right now, too many feel like Democrats are in power and they don't have my back. Well, the Republicans, if they get in power, maybe they don't have the back that I that the, my back the way I want it, but they'll. Do what they say they go out to do. Look, uh, uh, look, the bottom line is this. Those folks on the right are evil. Those folks on the right are wrong. Those folks on the right are criminal, just as Miss Moody had to say. But, but Democrats have truth and what the people really want. Get the job done. And when we talk about cinema and mansion, they really have no place to go. Even if they were to jump ship, MAGA doesn't want them. So let's be clear here. If Democrats don't perform, democracy, done. And I think that's what we have to realize. You know, uh, it, it, it is that's where we're at now. If uh, we, If Democrats don't perform, democracy is over. And what's sad is there are a lot of rich Democrats that none of that matters because they're rich. Right. It is, you know, it it is what I explained earlier. That's even happening here in the in the Democratic Convention here in Texas that has many people upset. I was on a meeting with a whole lot of chairs yesterday and people are upset. What's there for the for the rank and file Democratic voter, which most of them fall below the 80 percent in America, which means they don't have much. That's who my fight's for. You know, I, I I have a lot of rich friends. I tell them straight up, my fight is not for you. You're fine. You're doing just fine. And you're doing, and, and remember the just fine that you are doing is on the back of others. I, I told a very dear friend yesterday, and I know to some extent she's probably pissed at me for saying that, right? But she's going to get a humongous, a humongous um, a, a a very humongously large bonus. She knows it, and my my answer to that wasn't to say, "Oh, congratulations to you," or say something like, "Hey, why don't you just completely fund other things?" Because I would expect that from people who are, you know, who are making a ton of money that is really undeserved. Right? You're getting it, but it's undeserved. And I explained. I said, "You see that." woman that is going to work, taking her kids to school, going to the grocery store. But now, in order for you to get that bonus for no oil shortages, instead of paying $2.50 for a gallon of gas, she's paying $5 or $6. And because she's paying so much, you are going to go home. A few of you, just a few of you are going to go home with a humongous bonus. How? To live with yourself on that, you have to do a lot of good to say, well, look, this is how the system is. But for my windfall, I am going to do good, not just for my family at all, but I'm going to do good for the world. Because the people that that got me this windfall, and yes, I'm going to keep a piece of it, but the people that got me this windfall, many of them had to suffer for it. So your windfall is the suffering of many. And what we have been able to abstract is find a reason to say, well, I can't do anything about it. We all can do something about it. We all can do something about evil in this system. You just have to want to do it. You just have to have the moral compass in you. I mean, I was making a killing, folks. I lost it all doing this. But I just couldn't do it anymore. You know, I am so that contract to Boeing, that contract to Exxon or whatever, and noticing that, oh, wow. Exxon not paying for that. Ultimately, it is a guy down below. The people that have zero price and power and the people that are not running things. And... I don't know, the way I grew up, you know, my father, my father was a regular dude. But when you listen to the way he talks and the compassion that he had for other people, I can see exactly why even when I was in the bastion of capitalism, why I was never really, even as being a capitalist, I was never a capitalist. Because if you would hear the things that he say and the way he thought about money And the way he gave things away—he liked his money, but the way he gave that that stuff away—and you know, every now and then I sit down and I think, "Why am I so stupid? Why am I? Why didn't I take that money from Y2K? Why didn't I take that money from? Why didn't I keep having those licenses at ridiculous prices? I'm such a fool. And why am I now having to like? Okay, guys, please remember to support Politics Unright. Go to politicsunright.com/slash/support. Or click the join button on 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 YouTube. Why am I nickel and diamond myself when I could have just taken it? And I'm not. When I say why am I, I swear to you, I'm not saying me only. I'm talking about every single activist that I work with on 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 the streets of Houston. When I see the intellect of folks like Nisha Randall and Daniel Cohen, these are activists that I work with. And they don't go for the big corporate job, even though they're qualified for the big corporate job or or being able to do that. But they just look at the, look at things and say, "We need to make a better world. We need to make better. We need to make it better." I'm honored to work with these kind of folk. The, uh, there's an interview that I did with an, a, a a woman who had an abortion. Uh, she has cancer. As sick as she was, she went out to that rally. She went out to that rally to to. to to bring the truth to people about the real case of abortion. You know, it is amazing. It is amazing. Um, So, I mean, look, folks, we are doing the right thing. Those of you, and all of you that are listening, even my conservatives here that are giving me a hard time, the mere fact that you are here every day, and I mean this, the mere fact you are here every day, whether you're on the left or the right, every day, given the way I, the, the, the things that I say. And sometimes, sometimes I hit you up. It means a lot. It means that you get it. Even sometimes when you don't want to get it, it means that you get it. My name is Egberto Willie. Support us, politicsonright.com slash support. Quickest one, politicsonright.com slash PayPal. My name is Egberto Willies this is politics done right and you guys know how I handle this baby I am what out